I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Are you being influenced? If you've watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you. And Senator, we made some serious headlines from our Wednesday podcast. And in that podcast, you said it's time to start looking four documents, and you named places. And now the White House has had to respond to that. The White House press secretary was asked about you saying the documents are being, that are being held at the University of Delaware, and there's a hell of a lot of them. Is anybody going to go through those? Here's how she responded to that question. question uh, is regarding a uh, comment from Senator Ted Cruz. Uh, he's calling for a search of President Biden's Senate records at the University of Delaware for potentially classified information. Uh, those records reportedly include about 1,850 boxes of documents as well as 415 gigabytes of electronic files. Uh, does President Biden have any objection to such a search? Uh, when it comes to uh, the documents and this ongoing legal matter, I refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. I, 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 would, I just oh, like to read. <laughs> I'm just, so sorry. You I just said like you had two. You got four. I just four. like to read the, the request of our colleagues in this room for someone to answer these questions from the podium. Oh, absolutely. Okay. okay. I, I mean, what a dodge, Senator. What a dodge. Well done to her for doing her job that day, right? So I'm reminded of Monty Python. Her response to that question is, run away, run away. Like, there is nothing preventing her from answering that question. His question was, does Biden object to searching those documents? That's not even really a legal question. It's a political question. Is he open to allowing the FBI to search the documents from his tenure in the Senate? Mind you, he just made public that, oh, crap, he had classified documents from his tenure in the Senate that were at his house in Wilmington. 
the University of Delaware has over 1,850 boxes of documents from his Senate tenure. Now listen, if he had classified documents at his house, it's reasonable to ask were there classified documents in those files. I believe the FBI will search those files. I think it's inevitable. But I think it's striking that the Biden White House won't say, no, we don't object to that. They're not willing to go on record. That was an obvious dodge. And I actually want to make clear, I think it's not just the files at the University of Delaware. I think it is critical that the FBI search Hunter Biden's home and his office locations. Given the enormous evidence of corruption involving Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, involving Hunter Biden selling access to Joe Biden when he was vice president, involving Hunter Biden being paid millions of dollars from Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company, and millions of dollars from companies funded by the Chinese communist government. At the same time that Hunter Biden, we know, was in his father's Corvette. He has pictures out on the Internet of him driving his father's Corvette, which was parked, we now know and it is admitted, next to classified documents. The FBI needs to search and investigate to determine whether there are any classified documents at Hunter Biden's home or business. And by the way, the next question someone might ask is, okay, well, what is the probable cause to search Hunter Biden's home or business? And they, there may or may not be probable cause if you had to go to a court and get a warrant for that search, you'd have to lay out the case. But the question that should be asked tomorrow to Corrine Jean-Pierre is, does Hunter Biden object to an FBI search of his home and business? Because if there's no objection, the FBI can do it. Now, if he objects, that tells you something. And notice, she wouldn't even answer if Joe Biden, the sitting president, objects to the search of his own Senate documents. That question needs to be asked. That search needs to happen. And I believe if at the end of the day, we discover that these classified documents relate to the corruption of the Biden family, then we are facing real and material criminal charges. We don't know that. There's no evidence of that. But at the same time, the, the Biden, FBI, and DOJ, which leaks on every damn thing you can imagine related to Donald Trump, has been locked like a steel drum on this, so we know nothing about what's in these documents. We need to know. We need to search the University of Delaware documents, and we need to search Hunter Biden's home and office, and we need to do it now. The FBI doesn't need to sit on its rear end for days and weeks and months and let someone put those documents in a shredder. They need to show up tomorrow and search Hunter, Hunter Biden's home and office 
if we care about protecting classified documents and understanding what Joe Biden has done, we need to do that immediately. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I want to ask you also about the other family members. The one thing that the Bidens love to do was share office space, Senator. Before I get your take on that, I want to remind everybody about Patriot Mobile. If you're a conservative and you're tired of giving your money to companies that don't stand up for your values and your beliefs, then you need to check out Patriot Mobile. Why? Because they're the only conservative Christian cell phone company in the U.S. They have nationwide coverage, the same exact coverage you have right now. In fact, they're using the same towers that your cell phone's using right now. Except when you pay your bill, you're actually advocating and supporting conservative causes that stand up for the First and Second Amendment right, the rights for the, the unborn, and helping people with adoptions. If you've never checked out Patriot Mobile, whether it's for you and your family or a business or a small business, check them out. And every time you use your phone, you're going to be standing up for what you believe in. The number, 878-PATRIOT. Use the promo code VERDICT and you'll get the best deals of the day. Plus, you can keep your same cell phone number and many times your same cell phone. 878-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash verdict. That's patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Senator, there's one thing that the Biden family really loves to do, and that is to co-mingle office space. We have the emails from Hunter Biden's laptop that that talk about having keys made for for shady Chinese communist uh, individuals who were with, with, with CEFE. We know that they were wanting keys for his, not only for Joe Biden, but for Hunter Biden, for, for Joe Biden, and, and for Jimmy, uh, James Biden, when you look at Del- the University of Delaware in these documents, knowing that right after he left the White House, they were co-mingling office space, aren't there maybe even other locations that the FBI should be asking questions about now and who took who, what documents where? Because we also know that documents had to be stored somewhere before they went to the Biden Center. There's a, uh, a significant chunk of time where those documents had to be somewhere else. Where were they kept before then, the classified documents? And then those documents in his garage, where all had they been? Had they been to Jimmy's office or to Hunter's office or to, or to Jill's office for that matter? So, look, I think those are all very reasonable questions. If you had a DOJ and an FBI that were investigating this seriously and with a nonpartisan focus, they would ask those questions. They would search those locations. You know, I'll, I'll say also, so we had a big headline that broke today which is classified documents were discovered at Mike Pence's home address. And the press went into a bit of a tizzy on this. Now, I will say I think there's a pretty significant difference between the Pence situation and the Biden situation. Pence, and and look, this was responsible, this was prudent, went on a search of whatever documents were at his home residence when this happened to say, okay, let's make sure I don't have anything. And they discovered, uh uh-oh, we do. Now, what Pence has done is he's put out a public explanation, which is he said that when he had staff packing up his office files in the office of the vice president, that inadvertently there were some classified documents that were put in the boxes along with unclassified documents. Now, that's sloppy. It's not a wonderful explanation, but it's understandable. Um, I don't think anyone thinks Mike Pence was there packing those boxes. So 
when he found it, he immediately admitted to it. He was forthcoming. He didn't hide it. He didn't do what Joe Biden did. This was discovered on November 2nd, a week before Election Day, and he hid it. He didn't want the American people to know. Pence, the instant he knew about it, publicly admitted it. And he also gave an explanation. By the way, Joe Biden has given zero explanation for how he had these documents. No explanation for how he had the vice presidential documents, and even more stunning, no explanation for how he had the Senate documents. We've talked on this podcast at length about how in the Senate you review classified documents in a skiff, a secure location. So it takes extraordinary efforts. I have never once read a classified document in 10 years in the Senate outside of the skiff, the secure location. So there is zero chance I'm sitting in my D.C. apartment. I know to a metaphysical certainty there are zero classified documents in my D.C. apartment. Why? Because the only place I've ever read a classified document has been in the skiff. Joe Biden has given zero explanation. He's not willing to give an explanation. I will admit, though, Ben, when the story about Pence broke, I was really, really tempted to tweet. Holy cow. Hunter Biden went to Mike Pence's house, too. And I literally pulled out my phone and started to type it. And then a a guy on my team said, yeah, if you said that, people will read that as a shot at Mike Pence. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking a shot, shot at Mike Pence. Look, Mike's a friend of mine. He's a good man. I don't want to take a shot at Mike. I'm taking a shot at Hunter and Biden and the Biden family corruption. But I got to say, I still thought it was funny as hell. So this is a tweet I did not send. Uh I love this. But it made me laugh. I was walking along, right alongside the uh, underground uh, railroad from the Senate office buildings to the Capitol, and I was almost sending the tweet. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to pop Mike Pence. He's a good guy. So if I send it, people will laugh. But they'll also twist it into popping mics, so I didn't send the tweet. That's a, you have a wise staff around you. They know how people will screw that one up for you. Uh, let, let's talk real quick about Joe Biden just sticking his foot in his mouth, all right? He does this a lot. We have that famous video of him now uh, just talking about how, you know, I was in charge of the Ukraine uh, gig, basically in charge of everything going from the U.S. to Ukraine. He said, I got all the good jobs, the good assignments when he was vice president. And then he bragged about having that prosecutor fired that was actually investigating his son's company with corruption in Ukraine. Uh, He loves to to brag about these types of things. Well, you go back now and there's been some unearthing of of how he has dealt with classified information when he was in the Senate. We also know that some of the documents found at his home in, in Delaware were from his time in the Senate, which at the bare minimum means they're 14 plus years old at the youngest. Some of these could easily be 30, 40 years old. He's been a public official now for literally 50 years. But he apparently openly bragged about classified information and leaking it all the way back in 1986 in an interview that he did. Well, that's exactly right. He did, he did an interview in, in 1986 where he said, quote, he twice threatened to go public with covert action plans by the Reagan administration that he believed were, quote, harebrained and to stop them. And, 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 and to, to put this in context, in 1986, Reagan is president. He's in his second term as president. 
Joe Biden is a senator, is a left-wing senator who hated Ronald Reagan's foreign policy. He hated his foreign policy of standing up to the Soviet Union. He hated his foreign policy of, of winning the Cold War. He hated his foreign policy of standing up to the Sandinistas and the communists that were pushing revolutions in Latin America. And so Biden bragged that when he heard about covert actions, what the CIA was doing, and by the way, covert actions, covert is a fancy word for secret, what our U.S. government is doing, all covert actions, 100% of them are classified. They're usually classified at the highest level, SCI code word classified. And Biden said, well, hell, I don't care about classified documents. I didn't like what Reagan was doing, so I was just going to leak them. And, and by the way, Michael Reagan, who's a friend, he's Ronald Reagan's son, Michael Reagan tweeted out yesterday, he said, quote, after my father was out of office, he shared to me that Senator Joe Biden confronted him and told him that if he disagreed with my father on a covert action, he had planned he would leak it to the media to stop it. Now, let me be clear. Leaking a classified document to the media is a felony. Literally, this is Joe Biden bragging. I will commit a felony because I don't like your foreign policy. So going back 40 years, Joe Biden has had a cavalier attitude towards classified documents. Now, there's a rich irony that he preened self-righteously when the Biden FBI raided Mar-a-Lago where he said, well, for him to have classified documents in a locked closet, that was irresponsible. And of course, Corrine John pierre who you played at the outset of this podcast, when she was asked a few days ago, was it irresponsible for Joe Biden to do the exact same thing? She promptly said, to quote Monty Python, run away! She refused <laughs> to answer. Yeah, it's it is truly it's stunning to see how this White House has done everything they can just with the narrative to screw this up. And, and you're seeing this now and we're watching this really play out where the White House doesn't know which way is up. The president uh, has basically lost total control of this narrative. Uh, and, and, and now you have, I, I think, two big storylines you have the storyline, which is the FBI is now kind of having to do their job. And you also have the other storyline, which is undermining this White House as well, that the top level FBI individuals, we, we just saw this top FBI official charged with violating Russian sanctions. He was apparently making decisions on, in the Carter Page investigation. They've got now problems all over the place. Even NBC News talked about this on the news I mean, it was it was a shocking moment for me. They're having to cover documents that are classified at multiple residents and and maybe at other offices and maybe with other searches. And they're having to admit that a former top FBI official was charged with violating Russian sanctions, who was also making decisions on spying on Donald Trump. This may be the worst week in history for the FBI and the Democratic Party of actually all of the chickens coming home to roost at the same exact time. Well, let me just say, wait till next week. 
I like it. I like the tease there, Senator. I like the tease there. Senator, I wanted you to give a, an important update that's going to have a huge impact on our men and women in uniform when it comes to the vaccine mandate. You're trying to get them reinstated. And before you go into that, I want to tell everybody about our good friends at Augusta Precious Metals. Have you saved a long time for retirement? Well, do you need to know that your money is protected, especially right now more than ever? I'm excited to tell you about a company that I trust and I use, and that is Augusta Precious Metals. They're different because they even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. There is no pressure, just the facts with Augusta Precious Metals. It's all about protecting your IRA and your 401k in this crazy economy. And it's so important, especially if you're close to retirement. Because for many people, if you're close to retirement, there is no time to make up losses. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, take a look at their free guide or do what I did. Sign up for their web conference. Both are filled with economic insight and gold IRA info for your peace of mind. And that right now is a really big deal. Call Augusta Precious Metals, 877-4, the number 4, Gold IRA, or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Say that I sent you, and they'll pay your fees up to 10 years. That's Augusta Precious Metals, 877-4-GOLD-I-R-A, or AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Two thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. 
and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. I want to ask you about another issue, and this one is uh, something that's really important. You've been fighting for quite some time about um, getting reinstated. Uh, Men and women in our military who were kicked out for not getting the vaccine. We've also now seen that they're going to recommend or have recommended, oh, you should just get the COVID vaccine annually. If you're older, you should get two shots a year. If you're children, you should get two shots a year. So we want to put this on the regular schedule for everybody. So when you're getting your flu shot and hell, we might even do, quote, an experiment and put them together in one shot. And yet men and women stood up, lost their jobs. Some of them are even having to pay back their bonuses that they received while serving our country. And you and other senators and members of the House now are fighting really hard to try to make sure that these men and women are reinstated in the military. My question is, and so many other American senators, who in their right mind would hold this up Because we also didn't hit our recruiting goals in our military this last year. We desperately need these people back in uniform. Well, listen, that's exactly right. There were a lot of policies over the last two years on COVID that were utterly indefensible. You saw the Biden administration shutting down small businesses, shutting down schools, sending millions of kids home and denying them an education. You saw the Biden administration trying to fire federal employees, trying to force private employers to fire their employees if they didn't get a COVID vaccine. Of all of the policies, and and every one of those was outrageous, it was an abuse of power, it was wrong. But of all of the policies, I'm not sure any was more outrageous than the Biden administration firing thousands upon thousands of active duty military men and women because they made the personal decision not to get the COVID vaccine. Some of them made it for religious reasons. They had religious objections. Others made it for personal health reasons. But thousands upon thousands of active duty military members were fired by Joe Biden eagerly, aggressively, proudly. By the way, the guy in charge of the COVID policy in the White House is the new Biden chief of staff, uh, Jeff Zients. So they embrace these policies. From the day they were announced, I have opposed these policies. I think they are wrong. I think they're abusive. I think they're illegal. I think they're immoral. And I've fought against them. I've led the fight in the Senate against the Biden COVID vaccine mandates. On the military front, we won a big, a huge victory last month uh, when Congress passed the National Defense Authorization Act and it, by statute, explicitly rescinded, it repealed the Biden vaccine mandate in the military. 
That is a big damn deal. I, I have fought hard. Others have fought hard, have spilled blood and sweat and tears to stop this immoral mandate. And so winning that victory, we need to celebrate. We, we need to pause and say, we got a big win here. We forced the Democrats to accept it. They didn't want it. We forced Joe Biden to sign it. He didn't want to. And that was a big win. But unfortunately, the price the Democrats extracted is the repeal was prospective only, which means going forward tomorrow, no active duty military members will be fired for not getting the COVID vaccine. But it did absolutely nothing for the thousands. And I say thousands. We don't know the exact number. We know it is at a minimum thousands. It may be tens of thousands. The Biden administration refuses to answer this question. At a minimum, it is thousands of active duty military members who were fired, who were terminated, who were removed from the military. Uh, And the legislation we passed last month provides no relief for them. I filed this week legislation, I'm calling it the Americans Act, that gives them relief. So if you're an active duty serviceman or woman, and you were terminated from the military, you would have a right to return to the military, return at your original rank, return at the same at the same level of benefits, get your benefits back, go back to serving our nation. If the mandate is wrong, and it is wrong, then it shouldn't just be wrong today. It should have been wrong yesterday and a year ago when these people were being fired. And beyond that, there are also thousands of servicemen and women who had their ranks reduced. My legislation provides that if you had your rank reduced, you get your rank restored and you get back pay. And beyond that, there are some servicemen and women who were fired who may make a determination, say, look, I've got a job in the private sector. I've moved on. I don't want to go back to the military. Okay, if you don't want to go back, we're not going to make you. But those individuals, my legislation, would provide that they get an honorable discharge, not just a general discharge, which ensures that they get the benefits they have earned by defending this nation. And, and I'll tell you this, to every soldier, every sailor, every airman, every Marine, every Coast Guardsman, I'm going to keep fighting for you until you are taken care of until justice is served because it it is wrong that democrats did this and by the way one of the big reasons ben that biden and the democrats did this i believe they are engaging in a purge a purge of the military they want to get rid of conservatives they want to get rid of independent thinking i I was going to ask you that because there's so many people senator that think this was exactly what you just described 100 percent. the easiest way to get rid of people that are probably more conservative yep or more principled or are not willing to look the other way when they They love america get rid of them right get rid of them and the and this was an easy way to ask a question without asking a question to and it's not just the military it's also DOJ, it's also the FBI, it's also, also the Border Patrol. They are trying to persecute and drive out of public service anyone who is conservative. They want only left-wing sheep 
who will obey their orders to serve in the government. And it is one of the most, it's part of the reason they have dug in so hard on these mandates as they view it as an enormous political opportunity. I want to ask you, who is it that is going to basically hold this up now? I understand the politics of it, you know, a year ago, two years ago, right? But a lot has changed, Senator, since then. You come into a new Congress. There are new members of the House, obviously, new members of the Senate. Uh, and, and there would have been no way this could have happened, I think, two years yep. ago, a year ago, et cetera. Is there, but now, and, and we've seen this in polling, among the American people on issues like COVID and vaccine mandates, the majority of Americans are against them. So who is it that's going to really hold this up? Where does the pressure need to go now? So number one, every Democrat. Every Democrat is happy to vote for the vaccine mandates, is happy to leave these thousands of, of American heroes, of servicemen and women. I've met with Navy SEALs who spent years, decades, fighting to defend this country, who were fired because they made a personal decision not to get a COVID vaccine. That is grotesque. Every single Senate Democrat is happy to stand with firing those servicemen and women. And, and sadly, there are a handful of Republicans who are willing to do so as well. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to keep leading this fight, particularly at a time, as you noted, when we are having massive shortfalls in military recruiting. We need to bring back American heroes. We got Navy SEALs ready to defend this nation, and these idiot ideologues won't let them back into the military. That makes no sense. Now, what are the chances of this happening? If I had to pass my bill in the Senate and to get 60 votes to overcome a filibuster, the chances of it passing would be zero. Every Democrat opposes it and a handful of Republicans oppose it. So we would not get to. So Mitt Romney opposes it. Why? I disagree with. I don't know. I, I have had this argument with Mitt. I cannot explain it. You ask Mitt why he opposes it. I don't know. But he opposes it. He's like. I, he's willing to leave these servicemen men and women being fired. I'm frustrated by that. And that's, but, one the, that's one of the shocking ones for so many people that are listening. It's like, where's the logic now, right? In retrospect, we know a hell of a lot more now about the COVID vaccines. We have a lot more of, uh, of, of asterisks next to it, right? That it's not, not, not just as simple as they try to make it out to be. And to dig in on it now and not admit, hey, we got this wrong. And by the way, the majority of Americans believe we got vaccine mandates wrong. So you're going against what I would assume the people you represent would want. Yeah. And let me be clear. The mandates were unequivocally wrong. The vaccines were not necessarily. And I think it varied person by person. If you were 88 years old and you had serious comorbidities, I think it made sense for a lot of people to make the choice to get a vaccine. Like, given the risks of COVID, there's a cost-benefit analysis. It's a new vaccine. You didn't know the downsides. But the risk of COVID were serious for vulnerable populations. I think people rationally made the choice, I want to get the vaccine. If you're a healthy 24-year-old man who's a Navy SEAL, it may well have made sense for you to say, I don't need the vaccine. COVID's not going to be that serious for me, and I'm concerned about the downsides. By the way, if you're a 12-year-old child 
I think the argument is really powerful that it didn't make sense for you to get the vaccine because COVID with young children has been so relatively mild. Higher the, death rate of the flu every year for yes. children than of actual COVID. So why would you why would you take that big risk on someone that's so long and based on life expectancy has so many years to live? I mean, even in it, my own house, we everybody in my house had a different COVID vaccine experience. Sure. My dad my dad went in the hospital and, and he almost died. He came wow. out and he actually and this is pre vaccine and he and he came out, he was on oxygen for three and a half, almost four months. Holy he cow. was in great health. My mom, who is a cancer survivor, has a low immune system, has gone through hell with cancer treatment. She had basically a cough the same week, COVID, or that my dad had. He went into the hospital for weeks on end. And still, he, he, I mean, he said it when he was here the other day, because I think it took years off my life going through that. Wow. I went to my doctors and said, hey, I have my dad's DNA. I have asthma. I'm not in the best shape I've ever been in my life right now. I'm honest about that. What should I do? But, but I, will say, I, I will say you're a monstrously good tennis player. I played you. tennis with you. It, it, it's a little frightening because, all right, I'm going to slightly brag here. I think I'm in better shape than you are. You are, 100%. I'll admit that. I'm coming for you, though. We're, we're, we got a little competition going. But, I'm coming for but you. Don't worry. But in tennis, you can so utterly kick my ass. By the way. I'll take you in hoops. I, 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 I play two hours of hoops today. I, I will take you. I'll post you up. I'll shoot on your ass. I, I, I'll bet money in a hoops game. But I will, not bet, I will not bet money in a tennis game because you will crush me. And we played you, together, so yeah, it, it, you, you know that too. You, you know there's a reason why I haven't been saying, hey, when am I getting the invite to the basketball game? I just I, <laughs> you, uh, That's a strategic thing. I, but I, you, I, I got you. But, but you look at the decisions that were made by families. I, my decision was different than my wife's based on my medical history, based on my DNA, based on sure. my, my chart. And then with my kids, it was a hell no because they were so young. And, and, and again, the risk reward factor here, the Democratic Party and people that you, including Mitt Romney, who think that they should be able to make medical decisions for you that affect by how you pay for your kids the medical care you get later, and that's one part here that you mentioned earlier that I think we should just remind people. If you are discharged not honorably, it changes your lifetime benefits that can affect the medical yes. treatment yes. that you and your children receive. Well, and, and look, I, I want to be clear. When it comes to vaccines, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not pro-vaccine. I'm pro-individual choice. Bingo. It's your damn decision. You're an adult. Go research it. Go figure it out. If you want to get the vaccine, God bless you. Make that decision. If you don't, God bless you. Make that decision. I believe it's your right to make that decision. And I think Joe Biden and the Democrats were immoral, firing thousands upon thousands of active duty military heroes, American heroes, because they refused to comply with their arbitrary dictate. Yeah, and they hurt a lot of kids and a lot of parents and a lot of people had to move yes. and uproot and start all over when they dedicate their lives to protecting and serving this country. Last thing I want to bring up real quick, because I, I, I have to play this for you, Senator. 
Uh, Kamala Harris, and this week was a, a big week. You have the, the Right to Life march that happens all over the country. Uh, you have Democrats that were furious this year because of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. This going back to a state's rights issue. Kamala Harris, she decided uh, to talk about the Declaration of Independence in a pro-abortion speech, saying that all Americans are endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness but she left out a key word, and I'm sure most people are going to know which word it is. Take a listen. We collectively believe and know America is a promise. America is a promise. It is a promise of freedom and liberty. Not for some, but for all. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Senator, I, I'm just going to stop there. She missed, a, she missed a word in a pro-abortion speech. There's a key word there that she missed, and I'm pretty sure you heard it the way I did. The word she left out was life. Yes, look, as you know, there are very few things that I hold more dear to my heart than the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, than the protections of our fundamental liberties. And to listen to her, that embodies both the ignorance of the modern Democrat Party, but also the utter contempt for our rights. So the words that Thomas Jefferson at age 33 penned in the Declaration, and I'm not reading these, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. Somehow she forgot all men are created equal. She said truths that are self-evident, but all men are created equal, nowhere to be found. That they are endowed by their creator. Where were the words by their creator in, in what she said? Apparently, God is erased in this. That they are endowed by their creator with unalienable rights. That among these are the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those may have been the most glorious words ever penned by man outside of the Bible. It was a bold vision for the future of the natural rights of mankind going back to john locke so if you look at john locke the the british philosopher he had posited for years and and beautifully and the founders were all very familiar with john locke that the natural rights of of all people were life liberty and property those those were usually the triumvirate life liberty and property um when it came to the Declaration, they contemplated including life, liberty, and property. The reason they excluded the word property is because Jefferson did not want to embrace in, in the Declaration a word that could be used to justify slavery. And there's an irony to this, and listen, there were ironies in our nation's history. Good and extraordinary men who fought for justice and freedom and equality 
were also inexplicably slaveholders. Jefferson was a slaveholder. The man who penned the words, we hold these rights to be self-evident that all men are created equal, was a slaveholder. I, I don't know how you write those words while owning slaves. That, that, that is a discontinuity that is difficult to, to, to understand. But the reason that the word property was omitted from that was, and replaced with pursuit of happiness was because Jefferson and the other uh, people who wrote the Declaration did not want language in there that was seen as a defense of slavery. For Kamala Harris, number one, okay, listen, I served with Kamala. We were in the Senate together. She has no idea what's in the Declaration of Independence. I feel certain if somebody pointed a TV camera at you and said, I will give you $1 million today if you can quote what the Declaration says about the truths that are self-evident, I think the chances are 0.0% she could answer that. She doesn't know. What's interesting about those remarks she wasn't ad-libbing. That's not her riffing on her own. Somebody wrote that. Yeah, it was clear that she was reading a teleprompter when you watch the video of it. It's obvious that these, these, these were predetermined words that she was reading. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and the Democrat Party is, never mind life. We don't like the right to life. We're not going to acknowledge it. And we think that a bunch of left-wing pro-abortion activists, when you say the right to liberty and pursuit of happiness, will go, yeah, never mind that life thing. Yeah. It, it is stunning. And it's, listen, people of good conscience and good morals can disagree on the question of abortion. I'm pro-life. You're pro-life. I believe we should protect the right to life. But I understand those people who disagree. It is not an easy question. It is a difficult uh, question of morality, of law. Uh, it, it places in tension the woman's right to liberty with the child's right to life. And those two rights, both of which are rights endowed by our Creator, those rights are in tension. Now, I believe. That, that the listing of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, I think that's a hierarchy. I think the first right is life. And I think you have a right to liberty, but you don't have a right to liberty that violates the right to life of another human being. And, and so you can have a reasonable, principled argument, and, and this is something people struggle about. It's a personal issue. It's an emotional issue. I understand that. But Kamala Harris doesn't acknowledge any of that. She is just being a rabid partisan. And by the way, look, Kamala is part of the same Democrat Party that just voted a couple of weeks ago against the Born Alive Infant Protection Act, against legislation that would say that if in the course of an abortion a child is born, the child is alive, the child is breathing, the child is outside the womb, so you have an infant you can't kill the infant. You can't allow the infant to die. You must save the infant if the child is born. Virtually every single Democrat in the House of Representatives voted against that legislation. I, 
in it, normal me, circles. New, How do you explain new, that? Yeah, that's a new type of evil. It's a new level of evil, that, and, and I describe that as evil. And that's the reason why when people say, I don't know how you're so involved politically. I say, you, you think of it as politics. I think of it as an issue of, of, of right and wrong and fighting for things like this. These are the issues that, that, I, that I stay engaged on that to me is my mission field. Because when you, when you can see such a quick disregard in a nation for the rights of an infant child that, that had been born, and they say, no, 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 that was supposed to be an abortion, so let's just keep doing it. I'm not going to just turn the other way and act like that's not happening and that's not wrong. And I think that's why so many people stand up for the rights of the unborn in this country. And that's the reason why I think we had this incredible victory this year with Roe v. Wade being overturned going back to the states. Well, and you should ask, why is it that the White House political staffers, when they wrote the speech that Kamala was reading on the teleprompter, Thomas Jefferson laid out three rights endowed by our creator, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Why did they erase the right to life? Yeah. It it's tells not you, accidental. It tells you a lot about this White House. Senator, as always, it's a pleasure Uh, We'll be back with you on Friday. Who knows how many classified documents they may find by then. But if they do, we'll be talking about on Friday. Don't forget to hit that subscribe or auto download button so you get the show each and every day that we publish. It is free. Make sure you share it with your family and friends and rise to five star review so we can reach more people. And we'll see you back here on Friday morning. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict.